You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. everybody and welcome to Trophy Whores. This is not a numbered episode. This is the special PlayStation 5 showcase show with me, the man, the myth, the legend. He's still a goal stealer. He's Alex. It's episode 500. Not episode. Or I should say 499. 499. 499 and the 8 Hold on a second. Oh, 499. You give us 50 extra episodes? Bro, do you not see what I'm doing there? Uh, wh- wh- where are you... I, four ninety nine. Think of how important to Sony the number four ninety nine is. Oh no, I didn't see that. I didn't catch that. <laughs> if it was a bus, it would have ran you over ten times, Tricky. I'm sorry. I, I completely missed that. He brings the awesome. It's a heel to no one. I'll tell you what, if that Sony showcase was any more thrilling, I'd have fallen asleep sooner. I, I okay, I'm I it, well here, yield I hope you're ready because I'm actually gonna defend it. So. No, that, that, no, no, that, that, that's fine. I, I, Tricky and I had this conversation on Twitter or on texting last night. You probably saw it, and it, it just, it, it, it wasn't for me, which is okay. Okay, okay, let's let's get into it. Uh, so, little housekeeping, real quick. Uh, this is not going to be a traditional show. This is just us talking about the PlayStation Five showcase. The reason we're doing the show is because uh, episode four fifty is not going to be happening, uh, recording until October fourth. So we didn't want. You guys to wait three weeks to hear what we thought about this. So this is going to be a special show. Also, as I just said, uh, this show is going to come out. Uh, it's probably going to come out today's Thursday, right? Yes. It's going to come out tomorrow on Friday. And then you guys will not hear a show unless you come to the live uh, recording until October. So... Just being clear, there's not going to be a show for two weeks after you hear this. So, let's get into the presser. Obviously, Alex is going to defend it. Yield was not impressed. We're going to go through everything uh, as they announced. We're gonna, all these articles are coming from IGN. Uh, we're just going to go through the list. And then I have a couple subtopics that happened after the event that we're going to go through. Uh, so, first thing it is, starts off with a... Final Fantasy 16 reveal. This is, uh, I want to be clear that the, during the show, they said this game would be coming to the PlayStation 5 and PC. Square Enix has now retracted that, and this is now a PlayStation exclusive. Which is huge for Sony because Final Fantasy, up until a point, was always a essentially only on a Sony console, and then that changed a couple of years ago. Well, more than a couple years ago, but things changed as they tend to do with third parties. But I mean, that's huge for Sony to get yes. Final Fantasy 16 on exclusively on the, on the five. Although there are some people I see in the the chats, the group chats for Proven Gamer that are saying that hey, um, it may eventually come to uh, go outside the five, which I don't think is the case. I think it's saying the five. So if you're if you're hopeful, it's coming to the uh, the uh, the Xbox. I think you're kind of um you're hoping a little bit too much there i think you're gonna be disappointed because i think that 
it's it'd be real shitty to be like, yeah, this is exclusive to the console, and then people go out and buy it because, oh, well, this is the only place I can get it, so I'll buy this console, and then later have it go on. If it's a timed exclusive, you need to say timed exclusive. You can't, or just say for now or until this date. You can't say exclusive, and then oh, it releases on another console. A year, a year later, go, hey, look, it's coming to PC. Well, they, I. Well, I, I think that if it comes to PC, PC is essentially exclusive still because when it comes to like home consoles, like I don't think there are, you know, um, I mean, yeah, there's like most likely when it comes to PC and home console, Xbox has the most overlap with PC. But I, you know, I, I say it as like it's still exclusive to the PlayStation Five because I don't think that people who buy PCs, like if you're if you're serious about your PC gaming. You know, there are some people, Kalai is serious about PC gaming and home console, so there is some overlap. But I think most people either fall on one side of the fence or the other, either home console or PC. Well, I, I do think this is coming to PC. I think Square Enix just dropped the, the, the knowledge before, and that's why they retracted it. I, I do believe this is a time exclusive. I don't think it's going to Xbox, but I do believe it is going to PC. The Square Enix fucked up by announcing it ahead of time. Early. Now, here's something I, I was surprised to hear. So I was talking to my brother last night, and he's a big Final Fantasy guy. So I figured if anybody's going to be jacked about it, or at least optimistically excited about it, it'd be him. And he's like, yeah, I watched the trailer, and it was like, eh. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I'm a big Final Fantasy guy. I'm not, like, a fanatic or anything. I will be playing this, but, I yeah, I didn't see anything, like, spectacular. Yeah, that's kind of what he was like. He was like, um he's all about Final Fantasy and, and the team tactics. And he's like, it all looked like it was just solo tactics. He, I think he almost, he almost compared it to Monster Hunter, but he was just like, it just... Yeah, we don't, we don't uh, talk about Monster Hunter on this. That was part of the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the next game. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales gameplay trailer has been revealed. What did you guys think of that? That, uh, looked, the game that was really the one good. thing I liked. Go ahead, Yield. Sorry. No, say, that was the one thing I really liked out of this whole thing. And I was optimistic that it would get better. <laughs> but no, for me, for me, that was my highlight. No, I think it's probably a highlight for a lot of people, and I think that it was smart to showcase this game because even though they've shown it before, very, very clearly, like I think that they it has been confirmed since that this is the launch title for the five. Um, and the game looks really good. Uh, it's from you know videos that I've I've watched. Um, I think it was RGT85 that I was watching earlier on YouTube. It basically commented that uh, it basically has a lot more pop and um, a lot more oomph than, say, the other Spider-Man had. Like, maybe a little bit more flash than the other one had, which, you know, would go along with Miles Morales because Peter Parker's not super flashy as Spider-Man. But the the game itself looks really good, and the action sequences, especially the one on the bridge, it all looked really, really good. So even though, you know, it's going to be a not going to be as long of a story as Marvel Spider-Man was... It looks like this is going to be a game that everyone who you know gets it is going to be happy to play. All right, and there was a little controversy with this because yeah. it was made to believe that. Uh, sorry, my computer's making noises. It was made to believe that Spider-Man and both Horizon were going to be PlayStation Five exclusives. After we got the showcase, it was confirmed that both of these games will be coming to the PlayStation Four as well. So really, yeah. yield and I win. Because yes, see also my, what, go ahead. No, no, you first, Jill. Okay, I was gonna say I was like I said I was, I was talking to my brother afterwards, and he told me that yeah, Spider-Man Horizon. I thought there was one other game, 
that was supposed to be around launch of the five, you're going to get them all on the four. And I, I was kind of like, that's awesome for like me and Alex knows of us aren't getting a five right away. But I'm like, but now that takes away the luster of I got to get a five to play these games. Well, they also did confirm, and not, not that this is really going to matter in the long run, uh, depending on how long it takes to get a five. They also announced that if you buy these games for the PlayStation 4, they will automatically upgrade to the PlayStation 5 versions of the game. Which is the right thing to do. It's what they should do. So what, is that digitally or physical as well? Uh, it's going to be digital, I would assume. They, they did have a physical option. I just don't have that article in front of me. I don't know exactly how that's going to work. It, uh, from what I understood, and I could have been reading it 100% wrong because I was at work at the time, so I wasn't really focused on it. From what I understand, if you buy these games physically, when you put it into the PlayStation 5, the disc will still work, but the system itself will upgrade the game. Okay. That- oh, so it's not like you get like a separate... Like it, it's basically working off of the disc to upgrade what you're looking at. Correct. That that that's the way I understood it. I could be a thousand percent wrong on that, but that's the basically what I read is that you're going to put the PlayStation Four disc into the PlayStation Five, and the system itself will upgrade the game. That's kind of cool. I mean, well, that remains to be seen how good that'll look. Well, yeah. I mean, more than likely, if I buy it on my four, I'll play it on my four to get the platinum and if i don't buy it right away then i'll just pick it up when i get my five well and also if you're a playstation plus owner as they announced at the show you'll be like when you buy the five you'll be able to download a number of sony first party titles for free which kind of shows how they're going to handle backwards compatibility all right well but, we'll, we'll get into that a little later that's well but of- also these games eventually might be added to that to where if you're a playstation plus owner horizon 2 and um Spider-Man Miles Morales might be part of that where you could download it for free digitally. Yeah. Uh, so the next thing announced was Harry Potter's Hogwarts Legacy. This is the game that was being we rumored that was being made by Avalanche a while back. Uh, it, it was finally announced with a world premiere trailer. It looks like players will be able to travel back to the late 1800s and visit well-known locations for movies and books. Hogwarts Legacy will be available on the PlayStation 5 in 2021. Uh, for some reason, I just couldn't get behind this trailer. I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to play this, but I've never really been a big Harry Potter fan. I mean, I think that the important takeaway from this is that right now, as far as we know, Sony has the only like Harry Potter game of this style on their console, and Harry Potter obviously is massive. So... It, I mean, that's a feather in Sony's cap, even if it doesn't necessarily interest us or, you know, if we're not super into Harry Potter like a lot of other people have been. It's definitely an interesting world, and I think the game will do really well, provided that, you know, it's a quality game, even if it's, you know, just kind of mediocre. It'll still sell really well. But I, I think this is as uh, another opportunity that shown, Sony is showing, hey, here's the variety of games we have on the console. It's not just action games. It's not just adventure games. It's not just, you know, um, strategy games or RPGs. Here is Spider-Man. Here is Harry Potter. So they've got some really big names at this show. And this was a game we did not see at the first showcase where they initially showed Horizon 2 and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. So this was a new game reveal. Absolutely. All right. The next thing we have is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign. The gameplay was revealed. Uh 
as I was I was streaming the showcase yesterday, I don't know if you gentlemen know that, uh, but we had a couple people pop in, and one of the things T Bird said was that I was saying to T Bird was, I'd love to play these games, but I just can't play first person. This game looks great. Uh, anybody that is on PlayStation Four right now, they're gonna get exclusive access to the Cold War multiplayer alpha, which. Uh, starts on September 18th, which is the day the show is being released. So you'll be able to get into the alpha, so make sure you guys go download that if you guys are interested in Call of Duty. The next thing that we have, and I'm skipping because I know you guys don't really play Call of Duty unless you want to say something about this. I mean, it, the trailer... Congratulations, looked... Call of Duty fans, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the single player looked cool, but I, I'm not, yeah, I won't be getting the alpha. All right. The next thing, we got some gameplay from Resident Evil Village. Uh, the trailer digs deeper into the dark fairy tale aesthetic we've seen with a creepy old lady, exploration through chilling environments, monsters, and a folk tale of little girl in a forest. Uh, I don't know if you guys are Resident Evil fans. I, Alex, I know you played the Resident Evil games, but I don't know if you're like a diehard fan that was really looking forward to this. No, I mean, I like what they've done with the series because I've played, you know, Revelations. I started with five and six, so I'm not a tried and true Resident Evil fan. And people probably, because I started playing those games and haven't played four or two or the original, would say I'm not a real Resident Evil fan or something like that. But I really, with, with what they did with seven and what they're now doing with Village, I really like what they're doing with Resident Evil because it's going back to its roots and it's more survival horror. And, you know... Dead Space kind of did some really good things for survival horror, but we still don't see a lot of those style games from the big companies. It's more in the indie arena. So I really like what they're doing with Resident Evil, and I think it's smart to focus on Resident Evil and on your partnerships with like Capcom, because yes, you want to show a lot of your first-party titles and a lot of exclusives, but being able to show off how good your relationships are with a big company like Activision, whether we like Activision or not, but being able to show people that you know, where we've got, like, the big games coming, especially for a new console, I that's huge. All right. Yield, I'm going to say huge a lot in this episode. Yield, do you have anything to say about Resident Evil Village? No. Okay. I, I, I like how they're using the, the uh, you know, is Resident Evil 7. Okay. And then fading it out to Village or vice versa. They start off as Village. And then fade out everything until it says says seven. Well, it's actually eight, but or eight, whatever way, however they do it. I'm like, that's pretty ingenious. Well, they did, I I gave them props for that. They did it with seven as well. They, uh, oh, see, I didn't pay attention to seven, I guess. Yeah, seven was called Resident Evil. Why am I? It was Biohazard, Biohazard, and they, they, uh, they linked it together too. All right, so the next thing we have, another game that I wish I could play, but it's first person. We got a in-depth look at Deathloop gameplay. Uh, very interesting. I, I Well, you, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I uh, really want to play this game, but I just know that I'm going to fail because it's first person. The, the more I see it, the less I'm jazzed about it, and I don't know why, because when I first saw it, I was like, man, this game looks kind of cool. And the more I saw it yesterday, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I did like, though, how you can uh, you can set up your targets. You know, granted, you, he, they died several times, but figured out they could set up their targets so that way 
two of their five targets were together at once, and they could take them both out in one run. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like that. So the, the story, you can change, not change the story, but, you know, it, it's not the same thing over and over again. You can find something out and then change how the, the game unfolds. Yeah, I, I kind of got like a, a Hitman vibe with this, where the fact that, like, you can... There's several different ways you can kill them. You don't have, like you, like uh, you was just saying, they're not uh, locked in position. In the trailer, uh, I I implore you guys to go watch the trailer because the trailer is pretty cool. Uh, there was a guy that they were trying to kill, but he makes a breakthrough in his research, which stops him from going to the party. So in the trailer, the, your character stops him from making that break that breakthrough. So then he goes to the party, and which then he can kill both targets in the same spot. Uh, so, like I said, I, I, I'm I very intrigued in this, and I probably will give it a shot, but it's first person. I, I just feel like I'm going to get too frustrated with it. Alex, what do you think about Deathloop trailer? Deathloop was a, one of those games that caught my eye the first time around, and we should note that this is the second showcase they featured it at. So that means that Sony is focusing on this game, and they think that this game is going to be a big hit. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks very hectic, and it just looks very slick, like a game that you that feels like really cool when you play it. So I'm excited to see Deathloop. I know obviously it was delayed until next year, but um, you know just just make sure it's the game that you want to release, and make sure that it's not all buggy and crap. And uh, I'm down for this game. Now, obviously, if it comes out and the game is a mess, that's that's different. But I'm I'm pretty much um, from what I've seen more interested in this game than other, most other games. That Sony has. All right. The next thing that was shown is Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Uh, it's going to come with a faster-paced turbo mode, a playable Virgil, and a new difficulty called Legendary Dark Knight. Batman? Second Capcom game show, the shown at the showcase here. I think this was the second one they showed, it, wasn't it? That's what, he said, That's what he yeah, said, yeah, the second I'm, Capcom I'm game show. I'm sorry, I, mis I misheard you. All right, uh, the next thing we have is Oddworld Soulstorm. We saw some gameplay, and as I said during the live stream, uh, this kind of looks like uh, the fifth element. Okay. <laughs> the enemies. Oh, <laughs> I never thought about that. Does that not look like the guys from the fifth element? It kind of does, yeah. Uh, you, that, I, that makes it even cooler. Oh, so you do like Look, Oddworld, Oddworld did it first. Well, I've I'm playing the one oh one of the times I was messing around on my three. I started playing the one we got for plus for free, just because I'm like, you see all these odd world games, I'll give it a try. Um it it looks kinda interesting, something I might give a world. I've just never been an odd world friend. Alex, you like odd world? I've been a I've been with the PlayStation brand since the, the, the beginning and, and I've just never gotten into the odd world games. All right, so the next thing we have is Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach was announced. Uh, it's taking place at a new location called Freddy, Freddy's Fazbear's Mega Pizza Plex. That's a tongue twister. It will bring new places to explore and new threats to avoid. Security Breach will be available on the PlayStation 5. I'm assuming you guys are not a Five Nights at Freddy's fans. No. No, I played the original game once and just I was not a fan. So, I mean, it's, once again, it points to all the variety that Sony has. And Five Nights at Freddy's is a huge franchise. You see the toys everywhere. You see all this, the merchandise in Target and, where, and wherever. So, 
it's a big game. So it's I definitely think it'll bring some attention to the platform, especially a lot of the games they showed today, like at the, the showcase yesterday, were for adults. This is, and Five Nights at Freddy's has always kind of been a game that, you know, is for adults, but also appropriate for children. All right. Or at least children like to play it. The next thing shown is Demon Souls Extended Gameplay. Uh, it featured some sudden looks at the locations of the game and a boss battle. Uh, of course, it ends with a You Died screen. Uh, this is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation 5. It is not coming to PC as well. Uh, the next thing we had is Yield's favorite game. Fortnite was showed, but it was only shown to showcase how the Unreal Engine 4 will look on the PlayStation 5. And, of course, it was announced that Fortnite will be available on the PlayStation 5 at launch. Of course. All right. So the biggest news, uh, other than the price, I think was announced, is PlayStation has announced their alternative to Game Pass from Xbox. The PlayStation Plus collection is a PlayStation 5 upgrade to Sony's PlayStation Plus subscription service, and it will bring several big names, uh, big games to the service at no additional cost. Available on the service at launch will be... 2018's God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, and Resident, 7, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Sony did note in the presentation that the PlayStation Plus collection title availability varies by country and is not available in China. No additional details of any sort of the expansion to the collection were given, and the PlayStation... Okay, yeah. So, what do you guys think about the first shot at the PlayStation Plus collection in response to what Microsoft offers with the Game Pass? I mean, it's, it's not as good... But I think Sony has the ability to... It's nice that they're introducing it and they have a chance to kind of mold it and make it better. So, I mean, it's a nice step. Uh, a lot of the games have been available at one point for free um, or deeply discounted due to PlayStation Plus. So it's not like they're releasing new games day and date like Games Passes. Um, it's not like you're going to be able to play Horizon 2 on this for free. So... Uh, that aspect of it, they're still lagging behind. But to try to co- like create a competing service, I mean, it's 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 a step. It's a step in the right direction. They're going to have to improve it, and they're going to have to offer more on the service if they want to ever catch up to Games Pass. But it's it's better than nothing. And I, also, I think again that this is the way that they do backwards compatibility because they did not mention at all backward compatibility for PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, or PS One. Correct? They did not. Correct. Which leads me to believe that they put it out there as a pipe dream, or was it was it Sony actually mentioned it, or was it, no, it was addressed al- in it, like a patent? It was always in a it was always a rumor because uh, Sony did announce backwards compatibility, but they never actually clarified what their backwards compatibility was. So uh, everybody, when Microsoft announced their backwards compatibility with the Series X, all the way back to the original Xbox. There was a heavy rumor and there was patents and stuff like that, but Sony never actually confirmed. The only thing Sony's ever confirmed for backwards compatibility is that most PlayStation 4, 
Well, no. Yeah. Well, no. Well, at the initial thing, they said, uh, Mark certainly said the top 100 games. And that was quickly uh, clarified by Sony by saying most PlayStation 4 games will be backwards compatible. But they never so, actually confirmed 1, 2, or 3. So this is one of the big knocks I have for Sony in this entire process is that they need to clarify what their intentions are and what they can do with backwards compatibility because they're just letting this float out there and letting speculation run wild that your console, you're expecting pre-order, you know, you're you're trying to sell your console to people soon, and pre-orders in some places have already opened. So Yes, and they, sold out already. They yes. need to clarify this and say what exactly their backwards compatibility capabilities are instead of just leaving it to, like, just being in the mist and no one having any idea. Because Sony has not been the best when it comes to information surrounding the five. Obviously, no. the, price, the price was shrouded in mystery for the longest time, as was the release date. You've got backwards compatibility. All we're doing is guessing about that. There's the issue of, hey, these games are exclusive to the five. Well, no, we learned that two of the biggest games of the five are actually coming to the four as well. And, you know, there was the whole kerfluffle around Miles Morales and what actually that game was. So Sony's communication in the lead up to the five has been really, really bad. And this is one area where it's been worse. Like, it's been particularly bad is backwards compatibility. If you're expecting me to buy your console and you're touting backwards compatibility as a feature, tell me exactly what it is. I agree. Can't argue with him. All right, so let's get to the... I'm sorry, sorry, Yield. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. So... So I initially saw this, and I was like, when I first said, you know, the PlayStation Plus collection, I was like, oh, okay, cool, what are we getting? And I saw all the games. And although I'm like, wow, that's a lot of games. And I understand that you've got to have some some big games in there. But I'm disappointed with it at the same time. Why are you disappointed? Because... because most of these games, most everybody already has. It's it's their biggest sellers. And like I said, I know you've got to have some big sellers in there. But you would think they would throw in a handful of games that it was, we really would like you to try these games. Or okay. all these games are household names. Can I, can I counter your argument here for a second? No, no, go right ahead. Because like I said, I it's just my opinion. Okay, I, I think what this is, because this is exclusive to the PlayStation 5. This is not a PlayStation 4 th- uh, feature. I think what this is, is everybody that's going to make the jump from Xbox to PlayStation, they're going to require PlayStation Plus, obviously, to be online. But they're also saying, hey, now that you've joined our, paid for our online service, here's a shitload of games to show you why you should be on a PlayStation and not an Xbox. Okay, now can I counter yours counter? Well, can I can I make one more point before you do? Go, go right ahead. Because I, uh, I want to address something that Alex was saying. Where I think this is a good start for the PlayStation Plus collection is they are wrapping, uh, Sony's wrapping their version of Game Pass into their already online service. Where on Xbox, you have to be Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass are two separate options. There are options to combine the two, yes. But for a large part, these two, those two are separate entities. PlayStation here is saying this is going to be added to our service for no extra cost. Yield the floor is yours. Okay. 
So your thing about convincing people to come to Xbox, I think in today's world, we've all said that the console wars are kind of gone. Pretty much everybody owns both. So I, I don't entirely lean heavy on that argument. Now, my concern is, is Sony testing the waters with this and they're going to split like X, like live and game pass. Well, well, I mean, they had to split between PlayStation Plus and, and P- PlayStation Now already. Right. And, and this kind of, like, I'm not saying this is what it did, but this is basically their version of combining Now with PlayStation Plus. I mean, it, you don't have the same games that Now has because Now has, like, I think over 700 games right now. Uh, but I do believe this is a step in that path. And, you know, you're right. Both. Most people, well, I'm not going to say most people. There are a, a good number of people that have both systems. Yes. I think you're I think you're giving too much credit there. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, really? we don't have numbers in front of us, but I think no. it's I think it's short-sighted to say that most people have an Xbox and a PlayStation well, in their household. All right, but but yield what what I think I think you, what you misunderstand about my argument is I think this is Sony's way of saying, "Hey, this is why you should own a PlayStation." Not Sony saying this is why you should own a PlayStation and not an Xbox. Okay. Because or buy our console first. Right. Because, all right, well, a couple of these games, I'm, I'm looking at the games right now. God of War is exclusive. Bloodborne is exclusive. Monster Hunter Uncharted. World is, it, Monster Hunter World is uh, multi-platform. Final Fantasy 15 is multi-platform. Fallout 4 is multi-platform. Mortal Kombat X is multi-platform. Uncharted exclusive. Ratchet and Clank exclusive, Days Gone exclusive, Until Dawn. I think you get on PC. No, it's essentially exclusive though. Yes, Detroit Become Human you get on PC. Battlefield One, uh, multi. Infamous Second Son exclusive. Exclusive. Batman, uh, multi. Last Guardian exclusive. Last of Us exclusive. Persona Five I believe is exclusive. And Resident Evil is multi. So. You have a number of third-party big names, but half this list is exclusive titles. And I can't believe they put The Last Guardian on there, but left off Shadow of the Colossus. I'm also surprised you don't see Horizon Zero Dawn on here. No, because they figured they can still sell that. Well, that I mean, did, granted, did, it came out in 2017, so it's more than three years old. And they it should just, have put it on there. Yeah, and it's also available on PC right now. So. Well, and you also you put Days Gone on there, too. Days Gone is exclusive. But no, but, but what I'm saying is, is Horizons is older than Days Gone, and you put Days Gone on there. Right. I think, I, well, as I said, that uh, Horizon was just released on PC where Days Gone isn't. So, therefore, I think that's part, might be one of the reasons why they didn't do this is because they want you to buy it on PC. Uh, maybe. I would think a, a good way to get more people excited for uh, Forbidden West would be to hey look you can play the original game on your five as well. I, I think I think we'll get that when we finally get a Forbidden West you know release date. Oh, it'll be a, a PlayStation Plus freebie, right? To lead you say hey, come play Horizon, and then it'll, it's a good marketing tool to get you to buy the second one. Well, I'm already buying it. Well, yeah. All right. So the last. Uh, well, hold on. I, I think oh, that. You mentioned that people who bought an Xbox that might, you know, go buy a play, their first PlayStation 
who didn't get or maybe had a split of the two and didn't buy all the PlayStation exclusives that they wanted to. I, I think that it's a good point that, you know, somebody in that position could come to the five and then have a huge backlog of big PlayStation titles to play right away, which is good. But with the announcement that Miles Morales and Horizon 2 are going to be on the four as well, and then this service, which I can even see Donnie just saying right now, <laughs> we've already played all these games, man. They're not really doing a lot to give PlayStation peop- owners, PlayStation 4 owners, a reason to upgrade. Thank you. So, so like, the better plan is just to wait. I mean, unless you just want to say, I've got a five, blah, blah, blah. So if you can get Miles Morales and then upgrade later to the from the four to the five, what's my incentive to buy a five? Well, we, especially we, the first run of fives, which there will be improvements made to those. Well, they, 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 you just channeled your inner Donnie there. Um, well, we're going to get into because uh, I actually have something that's going to further that point that you're or that argument that you're making right now, because I kind of agree with you in that. All right. But the last announcement we had from the showcase is we finally got a. I, a trailer. It's a teaser trailer for God of War. It was a teaser. Well, was... actually, actually, technically, you got your price, your price point, and your release date. Then oh. you got the reveal trailer. Okay, hold on. I screwed up. I, yes, you did. Because I was, I was trying to transition to this earlier. And thought I did. All right. So before we go, uh, okay. Well, let's just say where we're at. Here. At the end of the show, we got a teaser trailer for God of War Ragnarok. The only thing that we had we got was the symbol. Uh, nothing really was announced other than it's scheduled to release sometime in 2021. Um, I'm going to say right now off the bat, that ain't happening. This game ain't coming out until 2022. Okay, well, I'll say, I mean, I, I get why they put this at the end of the show. It's, a, it's essentially a new game announcement. So it's like, hey, you know, we introduced some new games. We showed you more about, of other games we previously announced. One of them is going to be a launch title. We all knew God of War. God of War Two was coming out, so thank you, Alex. If, if there's not a trailer with it, I mean, this was just a teaser. You heard Kratos and you saw the symbol, the Omega symbol. It's it's just kind of like, okay, you told me something I already knew. Thank so, you. Well, I I think this. Okay, I I'm with you on that, but I think this was more or less confirming that God of War Two was going to uh, be based on the Ragnarok uh, happening. Well, they're not going back to Greece. Yeah, they're you're already in Norse mythology. Well, I know that, but I, a lot of people... I, I'm arguing a point that I have no facts on, but I think this was just to confirm that Ragnarok was going to happen in the second game. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, okay. So so now that I, Alex agreed with me on that. Thank you, Alex. I didn't have to say that. Was excuse correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this the showcase where we were supposed to be getting a, a long lost, forgotten PlayStation? No, no you said that. No, what? You said that in the Facebook group. That was only a rumor. That was never confirmed by Sony. It wasn't confirmed. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right then. I'm like I'm highly. That's why. That was another reason why I was highly disappointed. I'm like, where is this bombshell that was supposed to you, drop? You know, I, as I read you, as I read what you wrote in the Facebook group. I was it, the thought that triggered my mind is like we do so many shows. Sometimes it's hard to remember what was confirmed and what was rumored because it took me a second going. Wait a second, Yield's right. We were supposed to get a long lost game. I went, no, that was never actually Sony. That was a rumor. Oh, okay. See, I I thought I thought it was legit. And that's why I was like, where the f is my long lost game? 
All right. To be fair, oh. all the rumor will the rumor mill did have something right, and that Final Fantasy 16 was there. Yeah. So that was a rumor that popped up, but yeah, that that long lost game, it was it was just a rumor. Sony never confirmed that. All right. So we actually got the uh, price and the release dates. Uh, Alex kind of like teased it at the beginning of the show. Uh, Sony's next gen consoles finally got prices and release dates. The regular PlayStation Five, which is the one with the disc. Is based at four hundred and ninety nine U.S. dollars, uh, four hundred and forty nine British pounds, and seven hundred and fifty Australian dollars. While the digital edition will be available for three hundred ninety nine U.S. dollars, three hundred and fifty nine British pounds, and six hundred Australian dollars. Both the PlayStation 5's consoles have a release date in the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea on November twelfth. The other console, the rest of the world, it will launch in November 19th. And I also noticed it's not in the article that they said that the release date for China is still up in the air. Because uh, China dun, doesn't get to have fun. Uh, and then the last line of this article, which is clearly a lie. As for the PlayStation 5 pre-orders, they will be available tomorrow, meaning today, which was a lie because they were available last night. And people got all of them and they're all sold out right now. Although yeah, I'm he- I, I, I'm hearing rumors right now that Walmart is actually overselling their pre-order numbers. Well, well I, I mean it's I like the, it's like the Mario three D it's like the Mario three D All Stars collection. They're just going to cancel a bunch of pre-orders. Probably. Ooh, that well, I that. think people are already getting their th- their five pre-orders canceled. Uh, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Say that again. I'm saying I from what I've heard that people are already getting their five pre-orders canceled. I have not seen that. I'm. I don't. It would not surprise me. Uh, I'm actually looking at my email right now to see if Sony's letting me. Uh, pre- so yield. Th- this begs the question: the digital yeah. only version is a hundred dollars cheaper than the disc based version. And yeah. we brought this up on this show as a topic before. Yeah. Are you going digital now? No. No, I'm going disc. The the only because I don't know. Do we know hard drive size between the two? Uh, I saw a spec. Um, they official. Not rumor. No, I uh, well, it was an IGN spec pick. Uh, so let me let me try to find it real quick. Because the only, reason, the only reason I say that 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 would be a deciding factor. I mean, like if the hard drive in that thing was just freaking huge, there's a slight possibility. But I I like my physical copies. All right, hold on. I'm, I can't take them with you. Yield. Well, it's right. I can't. But also, as long as I can. You know, uh, expand my hard drive. It doesn't really matter if you got a physical or digital. I'm trying to find the picture right now. Uh, okay, found the picture. All right, so I'm I'm just gonna give all the information out of here in this picture. They compared the PlayStation uh, the PlayStation Five Disc One with the Xbox Series X. The price is the same. Dimensions are basically the same. Resolution on the Series X, it was native 4K, 120 hertz, 8K support. On the PlayStation 5, it's 4K, 120 hertz, 8K support. Storage size, Series X is a one terabyte drive. On the PlayStation 5, it's a custom 825 gigabyte uh, solid state hard drive. And they both have a 4K uh, Ultra HD Blu-ray drive. So Xbox has a bigger hard drive. Yeah, by by 175 gigs. But Sony has a different hard drive. They have their own custom hard drive, 
which is what I see when, on, on, which, the, what, on the show with uh, Jeff. This is what I was saying is that Sony is doing their own. own yeah. Which, which, which begs the, the question of, can we expand our hard drive? Right. Cause eight, 800 gigs, that's a lot, but I eventually topped out my terabyte in my four. Uh, so do I. I have, I have a two terabyte in my office PlayStation 4, and I also have an uh, external four terabyte hard drive, which is almost filled. But granted, that's a shitload of games. I mean, we're talking well, like close yeah. to five, 600 but games. Now, now, as long as Sony lets you still do the external, I mean, that wouldn't be a problem because you could buy a four or a five terabyte external hard drive and you'd be just perfectly fine. But as I'm sure you guys have noticed, there's only two plug-in ports on the front of the five and one looks like a USB plug-in and the other one I would surmise is for the controller unless the USB is for the controller. Okay. Well, both of the ones on the, or the ones on the front of the four are US, both USB because the hook in the charging cable for the, the controller is a USB. All right. Well, True. I, do you, either one of you guys have a pro? No. Okay. I don't. I don't know about Alex. Alex, do you have a pro or no? No, I've had the same PlayStation that I've had for years. Okay. The difference between the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro is uh, obviously, you know, all the technological things. It, but, it, it doesn't look as cool. But on the back end of the PlayStation 4 Pro is another UMD or USB. But I think they put that there because uh, with the PlayStation VR, you have to plug it in through a USB. So they've added a USB onto the back. So I think they did oh. the same thing with the PlayStation Five. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go. I, I just noticed there's not a, just there just is not as many plug-in options on the front of it. Okay. That, so, that just. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Go, going back to the graphic here from IGN, the Xbox Series S versus the PlayStation Five Digital Edition. The price uh, Series X is a hundred dollars cheaper at two ninety nine. PlayStation Five Digital is three ninety nine. Dimensions again are the same. Resolution on the Series X it's fourteen forty p, one hundred twenty frames per second, and four K support. The resolution on the PlayStation Five is four K, one hundred twenty hertz, and eight K support. Storage size on the Series S is a five hundred twelve gigabyte drive. To be determined on the digital edition that has not been confirmed. So, we so don't know I, I have a theory about this. Hold, hold on. And me, why Sony hold, waited so long to release the okay, price. Okay, hold prices. on a second. Hold on a second. And just to finish off, this mm -hmm. disk drive, there is no disk drive in either the S or the digital edition, obviously. Go ahead, Alex. So my theory is that the reason that Sony waited so long to release the prices of the five I think they always knew what the price of the disc-based version was going to be, and at $500, they knew they were getting at the roof of what they could charge for a consumer electronic in the video game realm. I think the question was always, what are we going to price the digital version? And they were waiting to see what Microsoft landed at because they couldn't have Microsoft undercut them too much to make them look bad. So I think that Sony always knew what the five, the disc was going to be, but when it came to the digital only, I think that was where the wiggle room was, and that's what they were looking to price. I mean, I, that's a fair thing, but because the only the only wiggle room they had, like the parts and everything for the disc based version, it kind of is what it is. But with the kind of the different version with the digital uh, optical driveless 
console, you have more room there to kind of play with the price. All right. Uh, yield vamp for a second because I'm trying. Well, to... I'm I'm still waiting for that hard drive size. Well, we uh, they don't. I know, to... I know, and it, and it said well, if they don't. It's, know. If it's going to be if the if it's 800 gigs for the the disc PlayStation Five, you have to figure it's bigger or over a terabyte for the well, download the digital download. Would one. Think so. I would say you'd have to be at least a two. Okay. Yeah. I I see where I'm. Okay. The point I, w- I was trying to make uh, earlier, which is now going to be bring us a little off topic, is in the Facebook group. I kind of joked around uh, after the thing, and I, I put out a thing said uh, called it, and then people have been going back and forth saying, "Oh no, you didn't call it." I I want to clarify something here because a lot of people are criticizing Sony for putting a four hundred dollar tag on the digital edition. The Xbox Series X is. The more powerful system of everything. Both PlayStation 5s are exactly the same in specs. The only difference is one doesn't have a disc, one doesn't have a disc. And then the Series S is actually the lowest quality system of all four that are available. Don't get JT started on this topic. Well, JT can, you know, learn a little bit here. The Series, I'm not downplaying the Series S at all. But it is not the same thing as the PlayStation 5 Digital. It is lower specs. The resolution is 1440p. That's just barely higher than what your TV, like Alex and Yield's TVs can handle right now, unless they have a 4K television, which I don't think they do. Well, mine said, my box said 4K, so. Okay, then he has a 4K television. Uh, but to be clear, the Series S is not output in 4K. It has 4K support. It can res- the resolution can be moved up to 4K, but you're not running native 4K. PlayStation Five, no matter which one you have, is running native 4K. The Series S also can't do 8K. Both PlayStations can. That is why Microsoft is able to sell the Series S for a hundred dollars cheaper. Because PlayStation is selling the same console two one times. One has a disk drive. One, one has a drive it. and one doesn't. That's the only difference between the two. So the $100 difference between the two PlayStations is what you would pay to put a disk drive into the system. That's what I figured. The Series X and the Series S are not the same systems. The, the Series S is lower specs. That's why they're able to cut $200 off of the price, unlike Sony. So everybody that's in the Facebook groups and whatnot, uh, you know, I don't know who earlier, I think it was Yield that said the console wars are over. This shit irritates the fuck out of me. And I'm going to tell you because... What, that it's over, that it's over or that they're still in, into it? They're still into it. Oh. Listen, I don't personally, like we do a PlayStation show. I personally don't give a shit what anybody plays. I think they be playing PlayStation. I'm biased, but... If you want to go buy a Series S because that's your entry into the next generation, great. I'm all for it. But don't tell me that Microsoft is beating Sony by selling it for $100 cheaper when you when you're can't understand. Comparing apples and oranges. Right. Because you're not getting the same system that I'm paying $400 for. That, that, I it, think that, it, I mean, it, it irritates I, I, me. I'm sorry. I don't think you can really criticize Sony on the price because we all kind of saw $500 coming. 
So, I mean, that wasn't a shock. The fact that they're offering a console, because we thought it could go either way, it's, you know, it's like, well, reasonably, they could sell it for cheaper because there's, you know, disc, no disk drive, or they could put so much space in there, hard, hard drive-wise, that Make it the people same could price. say, yeah, they could see it as, hey, well, it's, you know, we're going to sell it to the same because you get far more space in this thing. For Sony to sell the digital the digital download only one for 400 that's the same price as the PlayStation 4 came out. So obviously people are willing to spend that amount of money. I think the five, like 500 is not as bad as 600 but I, I definitely think it's the most they could charge for it. But as far as pricing goes, unless Sony did some kind of like financing plan like Microsoft has announced, I don't think they could have done any better than what they've done. So I think that 400 a lot of people will probably be enticed by the 400 because you know there you know while there's some people out there that want physical copies, there are a lot of people out there that don't care and they just don't want a, to, a bunch of stuff to compile up. And, and we'll save the hundred dollars and go buy a couple of games. So they'll be happy to have you know one. They'll be happy to have one thing and just play game because a lot of people are just okay with streaming stuff. Like you know we stream a lot through Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime movies. And we stream a lot of music. So kind of having stuff you know not only just like having a game on your hard drive digitally, but a lot of people are just okay with streaming things off of another source and having it straight plugged into their TV or their their phone or whatever. So I don't really think Sony could have done any better pricing-wise unless they just took a huge bath on the hardware and said, well, we're going to launch it 400 and 300 and we'll just lose a bunch of money. All right. Uh, we move on just for interest of time because I have to go to work soon. Uh it is seemingly seeming like the next generation games are going to go up in price up to $70 as previously reported. Uh, PlayStation on the PlayStation blog, the PlayStation five launch day games from SIE world studios. They announced Astro's playroom, which is pre-installed on every PlayStation five demon souls is going to be $70 destruction. All cars is going to be $70 Marvel Spider-Man miles Morales is going to be 50 but they are selling an ultimate edition for seventy dollars. And Sam, wonder what's on the, wonder what's on that edition. I'm assuming it's probably going to be Spider Man. Or 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 it's a, well okay. I don't say a season pass, but that would make sense. You get Spider Man and Miles Morales. Okay, that makes well, sense. Well, so you can assume that if it was the previous generation, or if prices stayed the same, that they would have charged forty for Miles Morales, like was charged for uh, Rash and Clank, Crash Team Racing, the Crash Insane trilogy. So that ten dollar bump is accounted for, with the going from seventy to sixty to seventy. All right, and the last also game. like well, you have to assume that on the four these games, Horizon is going to cost sixty, and um, Miles Morales is going to cost forty. So 50. you can buy them cheaper on the four, oh, and okay. then upgrade them to the five essentially. Well, okay, well you later on. You, okay, you're saying exactly what I was uh, going to bring up earlier, uh, but let me just finish this off. And Sackboy's Big Adventure is going to be $60. But, yes, you're making the point, saying that with games going up in price up to $70, the smarter option would be to buy the PlayStation 4 version of it and then have it upgrade to the PlayStation 5. And, you know, you're saving yourself money that way. That's Maybe it's an attempt by Sony, since Sony's supplies are going to be constrained and it's going to be hard to get a hold of a PlayStation 5. Maybe this is Sony's way of, of easing that by saying, well, hey, don't everyone go out and buy a 5 at once. You know, play on your 4 a little bit longer. Okay, so I'm uh, going to go through this real quick because I know you guys are probably not going to understand a majority of this, but this was also on the PlayStation well, 5. Well, fine then. Fuck you. <laughs> well, you know I love you guys, but you guys don't understand tech things. All right, so the PlayStation... 
It's PlayStation 5 specifications. Uh, the CPU is 8 core, 16 threads, uh, up to 3.5 gigahertz. GPU You lost eight- me. Yeah, exactly. I hope they I hope they use really strong oh, thread because okay, can you guys right stop interrupting this because I do have to go to work. The GPU right, right. the GPU is an AMD Radeon uh, two base graphics engine up to ten point three flops. System memory is going to have GG G, flops. I thought that was in football. GDDR6 16 gigabytes of RAM. Your hard drive is 825 gigabytes. Uh, your optical drive is an Ultra HD Blu-ray. Uh, game disc is an ultra HD Blu-ray up to 100 gigs per disc. Your video out is an HDMI out port at support of 4K, 20, 120 hertz TVs, 8K TVs, and VRR. Your audio is Tempest 3D Audio Tech. Uh, your dimensions, uh, you can read about that. I'm, I'm, you're not going to be able to do that. Your weight, it's going to be 4.5 uh, kilograms. Uh, digital edition is 3.9 kilograms. Uh, your input and output, you're going to have a USB type a port, high speed USB port. You're going to have two of those and you're going to have a USB type C port, which is super speed and, uh, your network adapter. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's done with that. So you're going to have a total of three ports on the, uh, PlayStation five, but it seems like there's only going to be one USB C. Everybody got that? Yes, Got lots it. of Rams. Okay. Uh, as we announced earlier, Horizon Forbidden West and Miles Morales has also come to the PlayStation 4. Uh, I'm going to look to see if I can see the third name. Sackboy Big Adventure is also coming to PlayStation 4. That's the other game. Yield. Okay. Like I said, I knew there was like three that they said was coming. All right. So uh, we... Last topic here before we close out the show. Uh, IGN has is confirming that Sony says there will be more PlayStation 5s at launch than the PlayStation 4 was at launch. Uh, this is seven from the news that uh, all the pre-orders are already sold out. Uh, that includes Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, Walmart, uh, and Target, and Sam's Club. Uh, apparently they are all sold out. But like I said, I did hear a rumor that Walmart is selling more pre-orders than they were confirmed to get. But that is on your own risk. Uh, so, anything overall, quickly. Yield, I, you started off the show by saying you weren't too impressed with the showcase. Uh, you want to go into detail more or you pretty much explained yourself throughout the show? I think I explained myself throughout the show. I, but like I said, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't geared for me. You know, the Spider-Man one was the only thing that I saw that I'm like, oh, wow, that was really cool. The rest of the showcase, it just, it didn't have the games that spoke to me. And that's why I'm like, boring. All right. Alex, good show, so, bad I mean, show? I think overall is a good show. Um, I really wish, like I said, that Sony would be more transparent and leave less hanging out there in the ether. You know, if you're expecting people to drop $400, dollars on this machine, tell us every fucking thing that we can get in it and all of its capabilities, especially in regards to a topic like backward compatibility that you never clarified in the first place. Games-wise, I mean, Miles Morales, that's obviously, again, has it been confirmed to be a launch title? That apparently, according uh, to the PlayStation blog, yes. I was going to say, I thought it said holiday, so I would think so. So they showed, that's obviously a game they're focusing on. They didn't show any more of Horizon. We didn't really see 
um, a showcase for Ratchet and Clank. So the first showcase with all the games, they did a really good job, and they focused on not only some of their their partnerships with third parties, but also a lot of their first party stuff, their exclusives. So they did a really good job there. There's not really much else they could have shown here because it's not like they have 10 million games in the works. So they kind of that was their big focus on the games earlier. They did introduce some new games here. They let us know that God of War was coming, which we already knew. But they showed us more of some of the games they want to focus on, like Deathloop and Miles Morales. So overall, it was a good show. Introduced a few new games. It showcased a few games that they, they really want to focus on, new games that uh, particularly are coming out sooner, but also some in 2021. And they gave us the price, and they gave us the release date. I mean, as, unless you're, you, you, know, you want to know about their backwards compatibility plan, they, they gave us everything that we could want. All right. I'm... Although, I, although the, they could have also been upfront about the whole PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five version, and they also should have said, been like set a hard date on pre-orders because again, that was a big clusterfuck for a lot of people, and probably fucked a lot of people out of getting a pre-order in. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think when the pre-orders came, and I'm not defending Sony here, I think when they said that pre-orders were going to be available tomorrow, meaning today, I think that's what they meant. I think these retailers jumped the gun. I honestly and when. Think- and, and when one opened the gate, everybody's like, crap! Right. I Because honestly, and you call me a conspiracy theory, GameStop's the one that broke the, the barrier. GameStop was the first one to offer it. I think once GameStop opened it up, they were trying to get the jump on making sure that everybody pre-ordered their system with them. And then once that gate opened, everybody else jumped on it. I well, think, I GameStop's, think on, GameStop's on life support, so they got to do something. Right. So, like, I, I think it's pretty shitty that this happened. Uh, but I do like Microsoft or yeah, Microsoft's joke saying, uh, don't worry, we'll let you guys know exactly when our pre-orders are going live. Honestly, Ooh, I think Sony should say zing. if GameStop is the one that started that, I think the Sony should just say, Fuck you, GameStop, you're not getting any more of our product. Yeah, but then they're fucking their cost the they're they're fucking the people that want the system. Uh no, they're not, because there are plenty of other places to buy video game consoles online and in person. Right, but everybody that pre ordered the GameStop is now fucked. Are you or are you saying give it give the pre-orders, but then don't sell any more to GameStop? Essentially, yes. Just remove like if if game again GameStop is a fucking dying, it's a dinosaur. It's 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 not gonna be around much longer. If they are doing something shitty like that and just saying, hey, we're gonna get the jump on everybody else, because if if a retailer breaks street data on a game, there's heavy fines. They get in big trouble with a publisher and a developer. So with them, if they did jump the gun on pre-orders and and Sony, you know. They gave some people the opportunity, like if you've been like a, a, a Sony loyalist, they gave certain people an opportunity to get their hands on or get a better chance to get a pre-order. Some of those people just get fucked then. Well, no, 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 no. The, the people that, okay, the people that signed up with Sony, because those invites are going out now, those invites you're buying directly from Sony. You're not buying it from a retailer. I was going to okay. say, you're, so you're those, say, I, those I, people I are so good. Were, yeah, I would say those would probably be legit. Sony will make sure of that. Yeah, but no, I think that as far as retailers go, if GameStop did jump the, the gun, Sony should be like, "All right, fuck you all. We're just going to remove. We're not, you know, after this run, our games are coming out of your stores. You're not getting more product, and you're not getting more consoles after this initial run. Fuck you. Bye. Because if Sony pulled out of GameStop, GameStop's dead. Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna close out. The show, thank you very much. We're not going to do shout-outs. We're just going to say goodbye. So at this time, gentlemen, say goodbye. Goodbye. Later. Take your last words, then read all.
The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.